0: Welcome everybody to Gridirons and Goal Lines football podcast episode 33. It's time we're here. The NFL season has started. I'm so happy. I'm also Angelo and that's also Taylor. Taylor say hi to everybody.
1: Hi, this is also Taylor.
0: Yes, yeah, also Taylor. So super, super excited about the NFL season starting. So uh, we're going to be going through some bigger news pieces that we've been kind of neglecting over the off season. We're going to mm-hmm. We're not going to touch super big on them because I feel like we've given bits and pieces of our opinions throughout the off season. Oh,
1: oh wait, Angela. Yes. Did you know that Patrick Mahomes got a contract?
0: No. Oh, I didn't know that. So well, that's we'll weird. Okay, oh, that's good. And then, uh, so yeah, we're going to talk about some of these dang contracts. Uh, also, of course, since football starts this Thursday, uh, we're going to be doing our pickums. So oh. get excited about that, and we're and we're going to explain all the pick'em stuff once we get there because Taylor's really good at that. Don't forget our two-minute drill and overtime as well, uh, because I almost did when I made the script. <laughs> and then, of course, before we get started, you've got to follow us on Twitter. That's a Gridiron Goines Football Podcast Twitter. That's at g g o a l l i n e s. Okay, and then you can find us on Spotify, Anchor, what are the other places? You uh, can listen Breaker to us.
1: Radio, Public, Google Cast. Sometimes
0: YouTube. Sometimes YouTube. But hey, if you want it on YouTube, you got to follow that YouTube. Well,
1: if, if, if you people come at me every week like, hey, we want, we want it on YouTube, I'll make sure it's there. It's just more work.
0: Yep. More so more.
1: if you guys aren't going to watch it on YouTube, I'm not going to take that, that hour out of my life.
0: <laughs> all right, we're to the press relief. Re- release. Press release. Press release. It's going to be kind of short. Um, so first of all, we wanted to really quickly address the, the Washington football team name change. Which Washington football team? The, the Washington football team. The but,
1: Seattle Seahawks?
0: <laughs> in all seriousness, y- you need to be okay with this with the name change. You need to be okay with this team not being called the Redskins. We're well. talking
1: to you, Dan Snyder.
0: You <laughs> specifically. Sure. But uh, you've got to be okay with... Uh, this team not being the Redskins anymore. It was wrong. It's been wrong for a really, really long time. Mm-hmm. And honestly, it's time for a few other teams to go through some name changes as well. But this is a really good start.
1: Looking at you, Titans.
0: <laughs> yeah, looking, looking at you, Titans. Uh, I am upset that they haven't picked an actual name. Uh, I'm not. I like the rebranding, though. I think it looks pretty cool. Like, their jerseys and their helmets look neat. But
1: So I, I'm okay with them not picking... They had enough time to to pick one. But I'm okay with taking
0: time to make sure you get it right. I just think there were some good suggestions by fans that they should have most taken. Most of the
1: good... So here's the thing. Uh, they kind of bungled the situation. Uh, I could get something wrong here, but this is how I understand the situation to be. There's there's one man who has purchased the copyright oh, yeah. to most of the popular like name options for <laughs> the Washington football team. And basically earlier this year, he was like, hey, Dan Snyder, I have these copyrights owned... If you change your name, you can have any of them for free right now. And Dan Snyder said, no. And then all of his uh, sponsors started to pull out and everything. He's like, all right, all right, I'll change the name. The guy was like, "Nah, you had your chance. You have to pay me now. So they're like, we're the Washington football team. Yeah,
0: I think there's some really good options. Uh, Red Tails is my favorite. If you know the the history behind it, I think it's a really good uh, kind of, you know, a reference to something awesome that washington could be but we'll see i like the senators senators I, I, a lot of people a, a, a lot of people wanted them to just change to the dc defenders <laughs> but now that the xml has been rebought that doesn't really work but i thought that'd be really funny i, I want to them that.
1: To, to rebrand as like the senators and make their uniforms look like suits
0: yeah weren't uh, weren't they the senators in uh in the replacements with keanu or <laughs> uh, or, uh, or that'd be so funny all right um covid policy so, released earlier today, before we record this podcast, the cu- current COVID policy is going to be players are going to be tested daily, and I assume facility members as well, but no one will be tested on game days. Pretty interesting, I think. Um, do you have any take on that, really? I, no, I think
1: that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, like, if you get tested the day before, yeah, right, they're probably going to have guidelines in place about what they can do the day before games and stuff, so you're probably not going to contract it um you know could you could have contracted it and come up negative the day before but just stuff like that's just going to happen and doing it th- like the tests are relatively intrusive, and not to mention like time consuming. Yeah. You know, to get through an entire team before game day for these teams that are playing like
0: that's a good early point. in the day. Yeah. You
1: know, it's just it doesn't seem feasible. So I get not testing on game day, yeah. and I think it's fine.
0: Also, real quick, I didn't this was, I, I didn't have this in the script, but what Kirk Cousins said in that press conference about the virus is fine. Calm down, it's okay. He isn't discrediting the virus. Calm down. Even I mean, even Emmanuel Osho agrees that he's not discrediting. I don't
1: him. think he's discrediting the virus. A saying lot if, of
0: people thought he was.
1: Saying, if I die, I die. If anything is, like, crediting the virus. Yeah. You know, he's saying it's a possibility. It was kind of boss.
0: but. but um, and then real quick, we're going to go over the impacts of no preseason. Uh, the main impact of no preseason was I was sad. Yeah. <laughs> but also, uh, I just feel bad for all the bubble guys. You know, a lot of guys... Uh, now won't get their chance. Thankfully the XFL was bought by Dwayne Johnson and a, and a party of people. So maybe they have their chance at least in that league, whenever it starts back up, but definitely suck not having a preseason.
1: So the last preseason game that I watched, uh, Andrew Luck retired.
0: That's Yeah, that's right. So
1: maybe it's good that we uh, didn't have any preseason games. <laughs> I, for,
0: I forgot. people in, in the stands, people were getting that update during the game. They're in the fourth quarter. That is so funny. All right. Uh, Short press release was headed to kickoff. So kickoff, Taylor and I are going to give you some thoughts on the biggest contracts that have been signed this offseason. So, first of all, we gotta talk about money mahomes. Patrick Mahomes, 10 years, up to $503 million with incentives, things like that. Taylor, how do you feel about this?
1: Surprisingly fine.
0: I think I'm also feeling surprisingly fine, but I'm going to now make my case. Mahomes probably wins another Super Bowl, but in the next three to four years this team's going to realize they can't pay anybody because of Chris Jones as well. And they're going to start getting a situation where they can't build a team around because pretty soon guys like Tyree Hill, Nicole Hardman, the offensive line that's doing pretty well. And other members of that defense are going to want to start getting paid money and it's not going to go over well. And they're going to stop. They're, they're not going to be at the same caliber. So I'm I'm, I'm kind of thinking of the Seahawks right now. So
1: here's where this is a 10 year deal. Yeah. And you had to you had to offer this kind of money in order to lock down a 10-year deal. It's just the fact of it. But, you know, major injuries aside, Patrick Mahomes is still going to be great in 10 years.
0: Oh, no, I agree, so, yeah. So
1: the thing is, this year, Mahomes is still cheap. Next year, Mahomes is only $27 million. The two, maybe three years after that, his contract is going to be a bit of a problem for the team but the cap space increases every single year. Yeah. After about so like I said this year next year fine. So 5 years from now um his contract is actually going to look pretty okay compared to other quarterback contracts <clears throat> to Sean Watson. <laughs> so like $45 million for a quarterback of his caliber 6 years from now is going to look fine.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh so it, it seems really big. But I think it's actually like in the long term, which is what they were what they were searching for, a, a perfectly reasonable contract that could pan out well for them.
0: Yeah, I, I think that uh, you make a lot of good points now. But is he worth being the highest paid athlete in the world? Sort of. Yeah, it's tough because right, because so
1: the thing again, it's the, the big contract is because of the the longevity um, there are, like, baseball players who actually get paid more than that in an individual year. but yeah. And there are baseball players who have longer contracts, but no baseball player... which Because baseball has, like, typically the biggest contracts because of no salary cap. Yeah. Like, none of them have that much money for, like, that amount of time. But the, th- the thing with Mahomes is, like I said, he's going to be great for the next decade. But right now... I don't think he's. I still don't think he's the best quarterback in the league, due to like decision making and just a general lack of experience. Yeah, it's Russell Wilson. So right now, <laughs> does he deserve to make more than Russell Wilson? I don't think so. But right now, he's not making more than Russell so it Wilson. So doesn't matter. Next year, he's not making more mm-hmm. than Russell Wilson. And then after Russell,
0: that, and you make a good point. After that, quarterback contracts are going to look different. Russell Wilson might make more money than Patrick Mahomes every year until Russell Wilson retires it very it, well it could, could be. happen but yeah. also
1: 3 years from now Patrick Mahomes could just be better than Russell Wilson
0: that's probably true yeah because
1: he'll have the experience then Russell Wilson will be getting a bit older a bit slower yeah
0: yeah uh so next contract Chris Jones defensive tackle for the Chiefs uh i made sure i identified that because this man literally isn't Worth remembering his name, but somehow nabbed a four-year, $85 million contract with $60 million guaranteed. He's now the highest-paid interior defensive lineman, but he's not even a top three defensive lineman in my my book. And I'm just really bothered by this, and I think this is a really bad move, and I think the Chiefs are bad for making it. I mean, the Chiefs aren't bad for making it, but... Like, Chris Jones isn't your best defensive player by a long shot. Mm-hmm. He didn't even have a spectacular season. I think the only reason they paid Chris Jones' money is because they, they've they been losing players over the last few years. And they, they feel like they have to retain people. And they have to prove that they'll pay defensive players. But this is the wrong guy to pay. Right. You pay Frank Clark or you pay... you Maybe you pay Tyron Matthew over this. You don't pay Chris Jones' this money.
1: Yeah, I definitely think it's... So, to, to put it just per, some perspective from a Colts fan standpoint, uh, DeForest Buckner's contract that they gave him was five years and he's making $21 million a season, yeah. which per season is barely less than Chris Jones. Yeah. And it's a year longer. Yeah.
0: But DeForest Buckner's a lot better than lot Chris lot better Jones. than Chris. Guys, seriously, Chris Jones, I think you have to make an argument that he's even a top five interior defensive lineman. And guess what? Interior defensive linemen aren't as useful anymore. And I, yes. and I really think that says a lot about the chiefs, The Chiefs just—we talked about the Texans way earlier back, if you remember our season. They paid uh, an offensive lineman more money than they needed to. But I think this is more of a move like, hey, we will pay you money if you come play for us. I
1: will say uh, about the interior linemen, they're becoming less uh, important because of throwing the football. Yeah. But how have the Chiefs been losing? Well, yeah. But, <laughs> but, you know, like last season when they lost to the Colts or the yeah. Titans in the regular season. True, sure, yeah. There's people running the ball at them. Yeah.
0: Still. Does this solve the problem? Chris Probably jo- not. Chris Jones played in those games. You know, sure. like, I just have a, a big issue with Chris Jones taking up this much money. Let's move yeah. on. Tredavious White. Uh, signed a four year seventy million dollar contract, fifty-five guaranteed. He's out twelve interception, interceptions heading into his fourth year. Uh do we like this by the Bills? I, I think I do. I do. He's he's grown into this very good defensive back out of nowhere, I think. And I mean, you know, like Gilmore, uh, I think is released a couple years ago from the Bills. This Tredavious White guy is here and all of a sudden he's like he is the the Pinnacle of this Bills defense almost.
1: Right. So four year 70 million dollars is definitely not a small contract. Yeah. But it's not crazy by today's standards.
0: And so and a and a well-paid defensive back in this division, I think, is really good. I mean, Byron Jones is making, I think, about this much money for the Dolphins. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, you, you gotta pay good defensive backs. Defensive backs are is a good position to pay, I think, actually. Uh Amari Cooper, five year hundred million dollar contract. Do we like playing Cooper twenty million? A year? No. Yeah.
1: So Actually, I think Julio, we already
0: addressed this, but I just wanted to address it again.
1: Amari Cooper has been good for the Cowboys. Yes. More importantly, he has been critical for Dak Prescott. Yes. But Julio Jones gets twenty two million dollars a year. This
0: has been my this is literally my issue, is Julio Jones is the best wide receiver in the league by a long shot. Well Well, he is. Julio Jones, the, 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 there's a drop off between one and two there.
1: I I don't think there's that big of a drop off between one and two. I think there's a huge drop off between like three and four. Oh gosh,
0: who are you putting up at number two? So
1: Michael Thomas.
0: Oh no, I disagree. Michael Thomas hasn't been doing like it long Michael
1: enough.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he's been doing it long enough. That can be a, that can be a whole subject later. But and um,
1: then, talent wise, yeah. I think Odell is very good. Sure, but he's also. Not very good.
0: So. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so we we don't like the Cooper contract, but Cooper has kind of been really good for the Cowboys, so right. it's so whatever I guess. Um I guess we'll talk about this one. Deshaun Watson, four years, hundred and sixty million dollars. I have the question. This is a good question for this. I have what? So
1: today <laughs> uh is a Saturday. Yep. The contract came out on a Friday. Yep. And on the Thursday before that Friday, oh, Taylor did say. That. I said Deshaun Watson was going to become the the second highest paid quarterback in the league, and Angelo said that's dumb, and I said so is Bill O'Brien, <laughs> and here we are. And I wasn't
0: saying that's dumb as in like Taylor's take is dumb, like that's dumb as in if that happens, that's dumb, and so it's dumb. So I think Deshaun Watson
1: is very good and underrated by some podcast co-hosts. <laughs> uh, do I think he's better than Russell Wilson? Well you guys know the answer to that. Uh is he better than Aaron Rodgers? Probably still not. Yeah. I'm trying to think of the other highly paid quarterbacks.
0: Patrick Mahomes. Well not this year, but
1: And I mean Lamar Jackson doesn't really count because he's still on the rookie contract.
0: Um is he better I mean I mean, Drew Brees is making I think close to 30 this year.
1: Yeah, yeah. He's
0: definitely he's not better than Drew Brees, but that's a close
1: argument because of age. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, so yeah. so anyway, we,
1: overpaid. I I would not have been upset with the Texans if they gave Deshaun Watson 35 million a year. Honestly, he, they could have made him the second highest paid quarterback at 36 million a year, mm-hmm. and I sort of said, "Okay, I get it."
0: Yeah. But f- jumping all the way to 40 Nah, dude. Nah, nah, not about it. Uh, uh, Buda Baker signed a four-year, $59 million contract, making him the highest paid safety in the league. So uh, he had 147 tackles last year, going to his fourth year now for the Cardinals. I think it's a good move. I think that uh, the Cardinals need to make sure they're paying and keeping these guys because they're, they are finally building a bit of a defense. Mm-hmm. They've got Chandler Jones, who actually... Arguably the best pass rusher in the league. He has, he has more sacks than any other pass rusher since 2016. So I'm looking at Jones, Baker, and now we're looking at Isaiah Simmons. Defense looking pretty good here in a couple of years, I think. Um, do you have any comments on Buda Baker's?
1: No. I, I do you think, think there's a safety that
0: board. needs to be paid higher than Buda Baker?
1: Uh, I mean, maybe. It's, it's going to happen, but I don't. I think it's fine that Buda Baker is the highest-paid yeah. safety. But,
0: like, Jamal Adams will probably become the highest-paid right. safety probably within the next year. Um, a couple of quick notes. Uh, again, today's a Saturday. Uh, on Clowney officially expected to sign with the Titans. Not a lot of surprise there. Uh, it's been pretty much rumored the whole time. From what I understand as well, Clowney's been really bad at negotiating this. Like, he's pretty mm-hmm. much ignored calls and stuff. So, And then uh, Taylor brought up before the podcast Mike Evans, restructured his contract so that Fournette could become a buck, And I think that's just awesome, honestly. Yeah,
1: so I I, I mentioned this to Angelo, but I think pay, players deserve to get paid. Yeah. I think good players deserve to get paid well, and Mike Evans is great. great. But I love it when players are <laughs> willing to take a pay cut to try to win. Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, Sammy Watkins didn't really take a pay, pay cut to try to win because the Chiefs didn't, like... It was like take a pay cut or you can't stay. Yeah. But uh, he was like, I would rather play for this great team than get paid a little bit more somewhere else.
0: Yeah. And yeah.
1: I think that's that's cool.
0: All right, so now we're gonna head into our two minute drill real quick as we get close to wrapping up this episode. So the two minute drill today is what are or who are the coaches that just don't have a job next year if they don't make the playoffs? Damn clean. Oh no, no no. So we gotta put the two minutes on the clock. Are we ready? Taylor, oh. go.
1: Dan Quinn, Dan so we both we both know Dan Quinn, and I just wanted to get it in before uh before Angelo did. Yep. Uh,
0: they're, they're definitely. Adam Gase is another one for me. Um, I think that he's had too much time with the Jets, and I think that he's done for. I think that he's done such a bad personnel job as well.
1: So Sam Darnold is a Jets thing, and I think not just me, but a lot of people like associated with the Jets think highly of Sam Darnold. Mm-hmm. And so, if they're not winning with Sam Darnold, even though I think he still needs to develop quite a bit more, then the the blame goes to the coach. Yep. And I, I agree with that. Also, I'm a little bit worried, uh, just because the Browns that if Stefanski doesn't do well in his one
0: season. Oh gosh, yeah, like... <laughs> maybe. Uh, I I definitely see uh like okay, the Jags are gonna have the number one pick in the in the draft next year probably. Mm-hmm. They don't want Doug Marone messing up Trevor Lawrence. So, Doug Marone is he's definitely out of a job after this year. I think he already knows that he's gonna be out of a job probably by week six, or I don't know, maybe they'll let him finish the season because they're not gonna have the interim head coach become the head coach for next season, right? So, I, I don't think Doug Marone uh, has a coaching job anymore, as well. And, uh, I mean, oh, and Matt Patricia,
1: yeah, Matt Patricia, those are my
0: four right there for whatever how yeah. I said.
1: Um, also, though I think he's good, uh, there's definitely got to be some concern for Matt Nagy.
0: I was going to say Matt Nagy, else, but I know you like Like, it. I don't think
1: the team's <laughs> that good and I think he's doing fairly well for what he has, but I think there's a perception that the team should be better than what it is. Yeah. And so with that perception, that kind of puts him in a bit of jeopardy.
0: How I feel real quick in the last 15 seconds? Anthony Lynn and Bill O'Brien.
1: Uh, Bill O'Brien, who's going to fire himself? That's what I was wondering. <laughs> and then Anthony Lynn, I think I think they're in, like, a, an in-between spot. I think he's going to be fine. I don't think they're looking to get rid of him right away.
0: That was a good two-minute warning. All right. Or two-minute drill. Good, good, good. And now it is time for everyone's favorite part, NFL pick Taylor, please explain NFL pick and how our fans, our mini-fans can interact with
1: Okay, so the, the way the pick work, work, uh, so it, it's a pick You're just picking which teams are going to win, right? It's, like, the most... The most common the most basic form of like sports betting type of mm-hmm. thing uh but all we're betting really is our reputation here yeah so the way we do it is we do a weighted system so there's 13 to 16 games in any given nfl week mm-hmm. and we only have to pick 10 of them we can pick any 10 we want and the, the we pick them in the order that we think uh, we're most likely to be correct so the first game we pick is worth 10 points The 10th game we pick is worth one, and so on in between that, for a possible total of 55 points in a week. And then we'll just keep track of our totals throughout the season, and we'll declare a winner. Uh, Probably me again.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I didn't have a great uh, end of the season. So, Uh, Taylor, since you were the winner last year, what are your picks this year, or this Um, week? For week one of the NFL season.
1: uh, Hate hate picking week
0: one. (laughs)
1: Well, let's let's go ahead and let Angelo rag on me here. My number one pick is the Eagles. (laughs) Come on, guys. They're playing the Washington football
0: team. Yeah. The Eagles are bad, though. (laughs) The Washington football team. You're true. That's true. All right. So then I've
1: got the Bills, Colts, Chargers, Steelers, Chiefs, Ravens, 49ers, Packers, and
0: Broncos. That's disrespectful. All right. So I've got the Colts actually at number one for me. I mean, they play the Jags.
1: That's my I'm, argument for the Eagles. So yeah, I, I'm, I'm
0: I'm picking. Yeah, most teams that are gonna play the Jags. They're probably gonna be number one. Although the
1: Colts lost to the Bengals in Week One last year, so who knows?
0: well, who knows? <laughs> uh, so <laughs> I've got the Colts at one, Bills at two, Chiefs at three, then boys at four, Niners at five. I got the Ravens at six. I've got Taylor's Eagles at seven. I have my Tennessee Titans at number eight. I've got the Steelers at nine, and I've. Got the Lions over the Bears at ten.
1: Reasonable. All
0: right. So, and then real quick, overtime, everybody. Uh, oh, real quick, make sure you send in our picks, or make sure you send in your picks to our Twitter. Okay. All right. So
1: you you gotta send them to us before the games start. Yes. So if you pick, if you want to pick Thursday's games, if you think if you're very confident that the Chiefs are gonna beat the uh, the Texans, you gotta submit them before that Thursday game. If you don't want to pick that game, just get them to us before the Sunday games start.
0: Yep, 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 yep. All right, so, overtime, Pretty simple MVP prediction.
1: So, I have three, which is kind of cheating, but they all make sense. (laughs) It's kind of cheating. All right. So, uh...
0: I wonder if we have the same three.
1: First off... Oh, you have three?
0: I I had... As soon as you said three, I picked three.
1: Okay, so, (laughs) this one doesn't count because it's not my pick. It's everyone's pick. Patrick Mahomes. Okay, yeah. Like, they're... For the next decade, there's just a chance that Mahomes is MVP. Yeah, that's true.
0: For the next decade. All right.
1: Um, my second pick, which you might also be eyeballing given your predictions, uh,
0: Tom Brady. Yep, that's yep, yep. So right now we're two we're we're, we're two for two right now. All
1: right. And then so like I said Mahomes is just the Mahomes pick. That's going to be a, an MVP prediction of mine for the next decade. Yep. Uh Tom Brady is like my my non-Mahomes MVP prediction for this year. Yeah. And then I've got my dark horse. Okay. So I'm going to save that for your prediction. Who who do you have?
0: All right. I'm so so like okay, I don't want to pick Mahomes. Right, but Mahomes is a very He's valuable just the player. Fan. Yeah, uh, I also like Tom Brady for MVP. Now, as you guys know on this podcast, Taylor and I value MVP a lot differently than the league does. We value it as the player that is most valuable to the team based on you know the the context of how they play and things like that. So I'm always going to pick Russell Wilson for the MVP. He should win. He's not. going. He should win every. Honestly, he should. He probably should have been MVP the last couple seasons. But he doesn't uh, because his team doesn't do as well as other teams do. So Russell Wilson's always going to be there for me. Um, So those are like my three picks, I guess. Mm -hmm. So my dark horse pick here, I want to clarify, I don't think that this is
1: likely and not just because of like a reputation type thing or popularity. I just, we haven't seen enough out of this guy for him to be an MVP. But who was the MVP two years ago? Two years ago was Patty. As a second-year player. Yeah. whos uh, Who didn't start his first season. Yeah. Who was the MVP last year? Lamar.
0: As a second-year yeah, player yeah, who yeah. didn't start his first season. Like, who are you going with here? Yeah. So my pick... Rack my brain. Dark
1: Horse MVP candidate this year, which would defy my predictions, but would make me kind of happy, Drew Locke.
0: All right. So we're going to wrap up the <laughs> podcast, guys. Uh, next week, we'll have a different co-host... <laughs> um so because taylor has uh, angelo just died he's so been I'll leave he's been fired um <laughs> uh, i'm sorry i try to pride us on being a good podcast but today we failed you uh good luck week one have fun week one send us pictures of you were watching week one football that'd be cool so uh
1: if you guys listen to last episode uh if the bills win 11 games angelo has to jump through a table yes we'll figure out something that he has to do when drew lock wins his division
0: Sure. Okay. All right. (laughs) Bye, everybody.